And welcome to the latest edition of the Business Matters podcast with me, Richard Alvin. I'm pleased to be joined today with by Phil Story, the founder of Glow, the Leeds-based hybrid website maintenance app. Hi, Phil. Hi, Richard. Pleased to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, Phil, um, firstly, starting a company um, in April, April, May this year must have been interesting. Uh, well, it definitely wasn't in the plan for this to be a, a global <laughs> pandemic at the time that we launched, Richard. No, um, I think interesting is probably the probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, but it's been a well, it's been a cracking six months, really. I must admit, I think most of the businesses that I chat to in the sort of digital arena, really, uh, are just having a, a, a fantastic time of it at the moment. And that's you know not forgetting that some some businesses, of course, will have had the worst six months probably that they've ever had. So um, yeah. Certainly feeling kind of grateful for being in, in the industry that we're in. But um, yeah, it was a, an interesting start, that's for sure. Phil, you described the company as a, basically a hybrid website maintenance app. Um, do you want to sort yeah. of expand upon that? And, and you've got three sort of different uh, client bases. Do you want to sort of just expand on who your clients are and what services you perform for, for each of them? Yeah, so I use the word um, hybrid when I'm describing uh, our product because because it is a product. On the one hand, it's an it's an app that we've built for um, efficiently maintaining multiple websites. So on the one hand, it is a product, but then on the other hand, it's also a service. So um, our WordPress developers and their expertise and knowledge are on hand to help businesses with um, again efficiently maintaining. Um, Websites. That's what I mean by hybrid. It's a product and it's a service. Uh, and yet we've got we've got three different kind of types of, of, of clients. So uh, number one, we have um, what we call our resellers. So they're typically their marketing agencies. Um, and in the research that we've done in kind of getting Glow moving, we've noticed really that that marketing agencies don't offer website maintenance as a service. It's fiddly. It's a bit boring. It's quite you know low value in comparison to the other things that they do. Um, so what marketing agencies are able to do with Glow is get a white-labeled version of our app, branded up as their business. They can resell it to their clients and save hours and hours of time by letting our team do all the work for their clients in maintaining their websites. And then at the same time, they can actually make a bit of extra profit on top of that as well. So it's a bit of an extra recurring revenue stream for the business. So that's um, you know really useful for, for marketing agencies. We've got web developers. So this is where they're kind of product side of the app comes in um we don't actually do any kind of delivery of service for web developers but what they're able to do is license glow basically as their tool to maintain multiple um websites because obviously web developers have, have clients that they'll look after so um that's our second audience and then finally it's it's small small to medium-sized businesses who are currently experiencing a low level of service from their web developers they might not be able to get hold of them at the moment or they could be charging really, really high fees for small jobs. There's a number of, of um, kind of issues that they tend to experience. So they can just sign up to Glow directly and, and we look after them on an ongoing basis. Okay. You primarily work or you only work um, on WordPress-based websites. Yes. Um, yep. And are you, you know, regardless of whether you're working for a company um, that's you know, using the website as a, as a car, car sales um, you know, base um, or a, a hairdresser's, you know, are there mm. reoccurring problems that occur um, regardless of, of the actual you know, site itself and what the, what the actual company does? Yeah, so essentially, um, well, 
your listeners may or may not be aware, but WordPress accounts for about a third of the entire internet. So if you go back 25, 30 years when Microsoft, you know, flew to popularity in the personal computer world, you know, viruses were being created left, right and centre to attack Microsoft, Microsoft products and systems. And that's because they were, you know, enormously popular. So just like WordPress is nowadays in the, in the, um, in the world of, of building and maintaining websites, because it's such a popular system, there's lots of people that are trying to kind of spoil the party very regularly, whether you are, as you say, Richard, a small kind of car mechanic or hairdressing business or a much larger company that uses WordPress. They're, they're after you all the time sort of thing. So we all sort of say, imagine what you do for fun for a second. So you go out to the pub for a pint or you go for a run or you go traveling, whatever you do. Well, they like sort of sitting at home and trying to hack your, your WordPress site, basically. And once they have, they'll move on to the next one and, and, and keep going, basically. And you can run, run lots of kind of complicated things to do that. Um, but yeah, the common themes are just usually around the fact that, that, that people you know, don't, don't look after the websites as well as they should. So they don't update security patches when they should do. And they don't keep things backed up efficiently or test things on a regular basis. So that's what Glow can kind of help businesses do is get all that in order. And merely for a relatively sort of small monthly fee, it really does pay to protect such a, well, what should be a huge asset for, for the business, basically. It's the entire online reputation, isn't it? So, um, yeah, so it's 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 kind of quite common things that they're looking at, and it's just uh, just about keeping them out, basically doing what we can to keep them out. Um, and listeners, we're recording this just minutes after Boris Johnson has announced in the House of Commons um, that pubs are going to close at ten pm um, for the next oh, six months. Wonderful. So, uh, so, so potentially uh, the, the hackers will have more time to uh, to damage <laughs> websites whilst they're sitting at home bored. So, uh, uh, you may want to uh, to think about uh, looking at your security. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable timing. Maybe people who were going to be going to the pub might turn into hackers now instead of for a new hobby, which I don't know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, uh, you know, what would you say that, uh, you know, the average smaller, you know, let's look at the, the SME audience here because mm. they're, they're going to mm. be our listeners. Um, okay. And, you know, what, what are the SME, you know, what's the really quick fixes that, um, an SME needs, can do, should be doing um, on their on their website, on their WordPress websites, whether it be from a security point of view, or you know, look 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 to do a change of theme, or look to, yep. to get you guys to look at the speed, or, or what, what's those, you know, let's say two or three really quick wins that they really should yeah, of course. Um, at a time when pretty much the website is possibly going to be one of their one of their only uh, means mm. of, of, of transacting. Well, I think it's it's great that we we we're focusing on the SMEs, here, Richard, because um, research suggests that around forty three percent of um, of all hacks on websites occur to small business websites. So um, don't you know? Don't be in that mindset of thinking you, you're kind of uh, free from it because you're not a massive business. Well, that's not the case. It's an enormous amount that uh, occur on small business websites. So yeah, okay. So two or three kind of handy little tips then for WordPress sites. So I think number one, um, with, with, with every WordPress website that's built, um, WordPress kind of, um, is, is sort of packaged up with a load of sort of default settings. Uh, and one of those is, is the kind of default user that gets access to the, to the back end of the website. And that user always has the same username, which is admin. And we see it time and time again, even with resellers that are passing clients our way, 
that the only user is admin. And of course, every hacker on earth knows that with every WordPress installation, the main user name is admin. So we always strongly encourage people to, st to firstly get rid of that user, add a new one, create a new username. So it could be your name. It could be whatever you want it to be, just as long as it is an admin and then and delete that account. So that would be one. Phil, please don't tell um, me that the default password is also passwords. <laughs> No, the password will be uh, will be unique, but that's a good one because I was about to come <laughs> on to that, which, should, which is that amazingly, I mean, how long have we now had the, 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 the whole strong password game drilled into us for 20 years? E easily, it's always been saying, make a strong password, make a strong password, use exclamation marks, full stops, paste spaces, whatever. Don't make it password one, two, three, or fill story one, two, three, or my business name or whatever, because it's just amazingly easy for hackers to guess that so yeah check your password wordpress actually now can generate really strong ones for you that are random you can save it in your browser and then you never have to worry about it again so creating a really strong password is one we've all heard before but one that's always worth mentioning and i think i think a third one without going into too much kind of technical detail i guess on a on a, pad, uh, a podcast would be to change the default login so again, for every WordPress website, the, the route to log in to the back of the website is always um, yourbusinessname.com forward slash WP admin. And again, every hacker in the world that's trying to get into a WordPress site knows that. They all know that. So they'll always try that route to start logging into your website. And you can change WP admin to whatever you want. You can change it to Barcelona, Leeds United, whatever you want to change it to. Um, but just make it something different to WP admin. And there's loads of different little ways that you can do that. So, yeah, three little three little tips there that I'm not saying that they're going to guarantee keeping everybody out, but they will help because so many of sites won't, won't be doing that. Yeah. Uh, so that's three three tips, great and excellent mm. tips there for, for, from a security point of view. Um, yep what should people be doing and thinking about from a um not necessarily a hosting point of view but to make sure that the architecture um and yeah. uh, of the actual back of the site is actually going to yeah. be able to withstand possibly a far greater level of transactions now because possibly their, their actual physical stores closed and they're driving trying to drive all their traffic to through through the website um and you know it's not used to this and uh, you know, it's either going to fall over um, or give 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 problems, and also potentially, you know, are there holes that they need to be looking at with regard to their payment provider as well? So, you know, whether it be PayPal or Stripe or or whoever. It's great. Uh, so, so, so it's a great question and something that's coming up. I mean, we're not. Um, kind of search engine optimization experts or, you know, we don't rank your websites higher on Google, but I do know that a change that's coming to the ever-changing Google algorithm for how they rank websites uh, next year is, I think, focusing a lot more on user experience. So some of the things you were probably touching on there, Richard, you know, around speed of the site and generally Google's going to start looking more at, you know, what is the user experience that people are having on your website? Are they able to move through your website nice and easily? Does it work well on mobile phones? You know, all that sort of stuff. So yes, if, if people are kind of bracing for that kind of inevitable influx of, of more visitors because of uh, COVID and things like that, um, then I think a few things to focus on, certainly website speed, because it's frustrating for us all if we're trying to get onto a website and it's taken 15 seconds to load. It should be really nice and quick. Uh, ways that you can improve that, I mean, there's lots and lots of different ways you can do it. One of the ones that we see 
uh, very commonly is like kind of the culprit for slower loading sites is the images on a, on a website. So often they haven't been um, optimized before being added onto the site. And when I say optimized, they're often, you know, in enormous files, really big images, but then they're sort of being shown on the website at quite a small size. So the browser has to load the really big image and then it's showing at a small size. So you, you're just kind of giving the browser more of a, a task to load in all these really big files. So go through your website images and check that they're at the right size, basically. Uh, there's tools that you can use to kind of resize them automatically. So that might be one way to do it if you've got you know, thousands of images. But definitely check images. Make, make them small and lightweight, um, and that will help the speed of the site. I think checking the links would be another one. If you've got a, a, you know, a pretty sizable site, it can, it can often get a little bit tricky to manage all the links. You know, so what I mean by that is if you're reading a blog post or a page and you click a link, and it doesn't go anywhere. You get a page not found error or it just doesn't do anything. You can, there's loads of little free tools you can use online. There's a really good one actually called um, AHREFS, H-R-E-F-S, uh, Broken Link Checker. If you Google that tool, it's free. You can stick your web address in there and it'll tell you if there's any broken links in your site and, and which pages they're on. And if there's a few, um, then you can log into your website and get them fixed. And that's a a really nice kind of usability thing ticked off. And then I think finally, you were, you were talking about payment providers and that just got me thinking about sort of generally making sure that you're testing your website on a regular basis. So one of the ones that we've seen, you know, a few times in the past, which is just a horrible one really, is when the forms break, you know, it can, it can happen. Uh, it's technology at the end of the day. So, you know, you're kind of trundle along with your business thinking everything's honky-dory. People are filling in forms on your website and they're not coming through. So you're missing out on all those inquiries, basically. And if they're not tested regularly, that could go unnoticed for weeks, months, potentially. Um, so, you know, put a note in your diary every week or, you know, every couple of weeks, every, every two or three weeks, just, and just test the inquiry form. Do, do you get, does it come through to your email address? If it does, happy days. Um, so, yeah, um, they're probably those three uh, things. And there's, there's one thing, obviously, quite a few people, uh, and it's quite a common thing, to uh, to not use upgrades of various softwares um, until you're on sort of iteration two or whatever else because the bugs have been fixed. However, um, would I be correct in saying that when WordPress you know, releases an update, usually a security update, um, you really shouldn't be hanging around um, and uh, you know load it on yep. um, as soon as it's released um, and not yep. wait a day or two or weeks or whatever else for, for you know, the, the point one or point two of the version, um, just just go for it straight away. Yeah, get it get it updated as, as soon as you can. And the, the reason for that, Richard, is, again, if you think about these hackers that all they're doing all day every day is trying to break into websites, essentially, um, they're well aware of the, vulnerability, you know, the security vulnerabilities in older versions of WordPress and older versions of the plugins that you've got on your website, uh, got on your website, and, and like you say, they're, they're often um, released as updates for purposes. Um, they're fixing a bug or they've fixed a flaw in their system, whatever it might be. But hackers know exactly what they are. So if it's fun, you're just giving them a much greater chance of actually. Um, website and doing something a bit dodgy with it um so yes you're absolutely right as soon as that update comes out um 
get, get it updated. What I would add there is that it's not just quite as simple as clicking update um, because it can go wrong in the update process. So firstly, always make sure you've got a full backup of your site before you do the update. Check you've got a full backup. If you have, happy days. Then perform the update. And that is as simple as clicking a button. Um, and then just do a quick check on the front end of the website. Um, check on your phone. Check on your laptop. Is um, the website still working as it should do now that you've performed that update? Uh, if it isn't, you can roll back because you've got a backup. If it is, you're good to go and move on to the next one, basically. But yeah, you're absolutely right. As soon as those updates come out, get them get them done. Um, Phil, just sort of moving on a little bit now to, to Glow itself mm. as a company. Okay. Um, yep. You're... Uh, you know, you're leads based. You 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 come from yes. leads. Um, however, you currently are actually working um, and basing yourself part of the time in Barcelona. Um, so it's uh, yeah. Uh, at least you got sunnier, warmer climbs than uh, <laughs> than, than leads. Um, but you know, bit, la- yeah. launching as you did, uh, you know, you know, no, no through, through no through no fault of your own. Um, you know, at the start of the pandemic, you know. How has how has that sort of stymied any plans that you did have, and uh, where do you really see yourself in those you know the next sort of six months to to, to a year? Um, has it affected us? Has it slowed things down? I actually think it's probably had the opposite effect, Richard, because um, I've, I've sort of explained our uh, reseller model briefly earlier in the uh, in the program. Um, and of course, to, to, to get resellers on board for Glow, like I said, they're marketing agencies. We need to be chatting to marketing agency owners. Uh, and so all of a sudden, when lockdown set in a few months ago, they all were at home instead of in the busy office environment. So they weren't getting those day-to-day distractions quite so much as they, they were before lockdown. So we were suddenly able to you know, set up lots and lots of meetings with them. Um, uh, with interested marketing agency owners. So I think in, in that regard, it, it sort of helps us quite a bit. Um, we lost out on a couple of contracts early on, which, yeah, I guess that set us back a little bit in, the, in those early days. But since then, it's, it's kind of motored on quite nicely. We've been nominated for Tech Innovation of the Year at Leeds Digital Festival, which is really exciting. And we're amongst some, you know, some amazing businesses up for the same award there. So that's really quite humbling to be in that company after sort of, five or six months of existence. Um, plans for the future? Um, well, ultimately, Richard, I, I want Glow to be the go-to website maintenance tool on, on the internet. So if you've got a WordPress agency, if you've got a marketing agency, you know, it's just a thing that you, you sign up for Glow, a bit like we all use, I don't know, Google Drive or Xero or, or whatever it might be, all those other tools that we use in our day-to-day running of businesses. So um, that's my mission. Um, we're potentially going to be looking to... Um, get some investors on board as well. So there's a lot of conversations going on around that at the moment to help us grow at a more rapid rate. So really exciting times. I must admit, it's quite uncharted territory for me, generally. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of reaching out to a lot of people that I know in my network to, you know, help with all those sorts of conversations. So, um, yeah, it's um, awesome. <laughs> you say that, obviously, it's, uh, it, it's new to you. Um, what was your main sort of motivator to actually starting uh, starting Glow? I mean, obviously, you were probably six, six or so months in in the sort of gestation stage, should we say? But, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, what was the, the the light bulb moment when you thought, oh, you, you know, everyone needs Glow in their life? <laughs> I'm going to use that if you don't mind. Um, <laughs> the motivate the motivation really was. Um, 
uh, exiting a, a tough exit from a business partnership about 18 months ago. So prior to Glow, I was 50-50 in a small marketing agency uh, with a business partner of mine. And I, I decided that wasn't, it just wasn't working for me. So um, I decided to leave that business, but it was a far more stressful and complex exit than I thought it was going to be. So um you know, comfortably the most stressful time in my entire life without a doubt but I, I, le- I kind of left there I managed to leave with some clients which was obviously really happy and then sort of set about figuring out what I wanted to do I knew you know being in a city like Leeds there's so many marketing agencies and web development companies there's literally hundreds of them so I knew that I didn't want to set up something else that was just kind of another marketing agency or, or another web development company and I've got a pretty strong network in the area and quite a few people were just saying to me, you know, you talk about the maintenance side of things a lot. You know, why don't you consider, you know, focusing on that and niching down, I think, uh, is, is a term that was used and, and just doing uh, the maintenance side of things. And, and then off the back of those conversations, I, you know, obviously did some more research around companies around the world that are doing a similar sort of thing. And yeah, um, created the concept off the, off the back of that, really. Um, so that was, yeah, I left the business about 18 months ago and then, started all the research and, and everything for Glow Up about, about a year ago, just over a year ago. Okay, excellent stuff. Um, are you, uh, I'm assuming you don't actually have a physical office. Is that something you clearly don't at the moment? You're working, no. I can, listeners, I, I'm, I'm watching this on a Zoom um, and uh, and fills in uh, what looks like a, uh, a funky co-working space in Barcelona with a beautiful sunshine yep. ble- ble- beaming through the windows behind him. It is. Yeah, it's lovely. No, we don't, we don't currently don't have a fixed office space for Globe, no. So our team kind of, uh, we're all, um, I say UK based, obviously I'm Spain based at the moment, but yeah, um, our team are spread, spread around the UK at the moment. So um, in the future, whether we'll have an office space, fixed office space, I'm, I'm not totally sure. I like the idea of kind of building a remote team, which funnily enough is exactly what WordPress did when they started 25 years ago. I think there was a point where you know, like 20, 20, 30 staff or something, and there wasn't one of them that were in the same country as someone else. So um, I thought that was pretty cool. Traveling is a, like a personal lover's man as well. So um, I'd, I'd love to be able to kind of build that sort of global uh, team and, of course, then be able to service businesses around the world as well. So, um, yeah, that would be awesome if we could do that. Excellent. Um, Phil, thanks for your time today. Um, and thanks for explaining what Glow is. Um, hopefully, um, no worries. Well, I've got some great insights into how to uh, make sure their WordPress site is more secure than it was uh, before they listened, and also some of those uh, quick wins as well to increase the speed. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Richard. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you having me. Working with leading experts who know all about the business you run, because your business matters.